1: Now for our story. It was almost six o'clock. In his room at the Brown Palace Hotel in Wakefield, Nicholas Dorn, the young writer, anxiously studied his reflection in the mirror, removed an imaginary speck from his lapel, gave an unnecessary tug at his tie, which was already perfectly symmetrical. Nicholas was nervous. He decided to tell Peggy Douglas, Aunt Mary Lane's pretty niece, that it would be better for them not to marry, that he wanted to break the engagement. Nicholas had realized some time ago that he was deeply in love with Peggy. However, he was equally convinced that Peggy herself was in love with Bill Meade, And that was the reason he now believed it would be disastrous for him to go ahead and marry her, much as he longed to. Now he was eager to see Peggy, yet dreading the interview. Very much in love, yet feeling rather foolish for being so, in view of his previous philosophy. At five minutes to six, his phone rang. It was Peggy. She was downstairs in the lobby. A few minutes later, Nicholas emerged from the elevator, went up to greet the young girl. Hello, Peggy, darling. Ah, you're a good
0: girl.
2: I am? What?
0: Besides all your others, you and Aunt Mary both have a virtue not very common with women.
2: Well, I'm glad to you know it, whatever it is.
0: It's promptitude, my dear. Never keep a man waiting, cooling his heels. Charming quality.
2: Well, thanks, Nick.
0: Besides that, you're very lovely to look at.
2: Oh, goodness, you're very gallant today, Mr. Dorn. You're quite delightful to see yourself. Thank you. Your smile is very assuring, because you sounded rather disturbed when I talked to you on the phone last night. I was afraid something must be bothering you.
0: Well, I have got something on my mind I want to tell you.
2: And I have something to tell you, too.
0: Peggy, I'd like to make my little speech first, if you don't mind.
2: Oh, I don't mind. Just that I thought you'd be anxious to know that I had a talk with Bill.
0: Oh, you did? Well, in that case, Peggy, perhaps you had better go ahead.
2: I guess you must be surprised, the way I've talked about Bill, about not wanting to see him and everything.
0: No, Peggy, I'm not surprised.
2: It was Aunt Mary who made me realize it was something I had to do.
0: I see. Well, was Aunt Mary right? And is everything all straightened out between you and Bill?
2: Yes, it's all straightened out, but it wasn't easy exactly, especially at first.
0: So now everything's on the beam again. That's terrific, Peggy. I want so much for you to be happy to have what you want.
2: I know you do, Nick, and I am happy. It's so wonderful to know that, well, that I'm not being unfair to Bill anymore, That he understands about how I feel course, darling. But the main reason I'm so happy about it is because of you. Me? Yes. I know it's been difficult for you, with the way I behaved, being gloomy and depressed so much. I didn't like burdening you with it, but, well, I just couldn't seem to hide my feelings. This way, now that I've told Bill that you and I are getting married, explain to him why that's the best thing to do.
0: Peggy, wait a minute
2: the matter?
0: Well maybe I'm a bit slow, but you mean you told Bill that you and I are going to be married?
2: Why, yes. That's what I've been telling you. Oh, don't you think I should have?
0: Should have? Why, yes. I mean, I suppose so. That is well, I'm not sure. Because
2: well, what on earth's the matter with you?
0: Nothing. Nothing, I... But you're
2: acting so strange.
0: Oh, don't pay any attention. You you know how it is, the happy bridegroom. I understand men always get a little slap-happy just before a wedding. Well? But, Peggy, I interrupted you. What's the rest of the story? There is more, isn't there? How did Bill feel about this announcement you made?
2: At first, he didn't seem to understand.
0: I can imagine.
2: But I told him why I knew. I mean, I explained to him that it would be impossible for us, for Bill and me, to ever go back. We couldn't ever recapture what we had once. And so we should each go ahead and build new lives for ourselves.
0: And you convinced him? I think so. For Bill.
2: Why do you say that?
0: I was just thinking. He must be feeling pretty low about now.
2: Well, I don't suppose he's exactly joyful. But, well, that's only natural. Seeing someone you... Someone you used to care for. I'll admit it was hard on me, too. But even so, I feel lots better than if I hadn't explained things to him.
0: Confession is good for the soul and so forth.
2: Yes, I suppose that is it in a way. I mean, it it always makes you feel miserable when you know you're in the wrong and just hate to admit it.
0: Oh, sure.
2: Aunt Mary made me see that very clearly.
0: She always makes good sense. Peggy, did Bill tell you anything uh, about his plans?
2: Yes, he did, Nick. He said he was going to go ahead and get a divorce. And then he wants custody of the... Of his son, too.
0: Guy's really got his chin way out, hasn't he? You know, I'm sort of ashamed of myself. I've said some pretty ugly things about Meade. I'm beginning to realize that he's okay.
2: He is, really, Nicholas. You'd like him, if you ever got to know him.
0: Yes, I I think I would, Peggy. At, At least we have certain things in common.
2: Yes, you have. You're both... Sensitive, intelligent, and you try to be fair about things. Strong.
0: Sensitive, for sure. Intelligent, maybe. Peggy, in regard to one Nicholas Dorn, I'm afraid the strong part is out.
2: I don't see why you say that. You've always stood by what you believed.
0: Uh, I have so far, maybe. But...
2: Well, then it's not likely that you'll change at this late date.
0: I'm not so sure. Nick? Yeah, Peggy?
2: Are you sure something's not bothering you?
0: No. No, um, everything's wonderful.
2: Nick, I have a feeling you're unhappy. I don't understand it because I thought you'd be so glad to know I'd made everything right between Bill and me. Because it makes a difference about us, too. Remember the day we, we quarreled after Jesse came into the coffee shop?
0: Yes, I remember very well.
2: And you said a man doesn't want his wife looking moony-eyed every time she hears someone mention another guy's name? Or words to that effect?
0: Did I say that?
2: I just mean that now you don't have to worry. We know exactly where we stand with each other. There's no more confusion, no loose ends to worry about.
0: But Peggy... So now
2: there's nothing to stand between us at all. We can go ahead start building our new life with complete understanding. Aren't you glad, Nick?
0: Look, Peggy, I... Yes, Nick? Peggy... Let's go have dinner, huh? Maybe we can drive out to that new place on the way to the lake. We'll... we'll celebrate.
2: All right. That'd be nice, but...
0: Don't you want to? We'll do anything you like.
2: No, that's all right, but... Before we start, wasn't there something you wanted to tell me?
0: Oh, it wasn't anything important. I've forgotten what it was.
2: But, Nick, you even called on the phone to be sure I'd be here. Can't you remember? Was it something about the wedding?
0: The wedding? Why, what makes you say that?
2: Well, I mean, maybe something about the arrangements.
0: Oh. No, darling, everything's all set.
2: And you're sure there isn't something you ought to tell me tonight?
0: Yes, I, I'm, I'm sure. Nothing to tell you tonight. Tonight, let's eat, drink, and be merry. For tomorrow... Tomorrow? Oh, let's not worry about tomorrow. If we don't, maybe it'll take care of itself.
1: Peggy looked at Nicholas searchingly. She was certain that he was keeping something from her. But she had no idea of the actual truth. That Nicholas had meant to tell her he felt they should call off their engagement. The last minute, he found he couldn't find the words. Now, although he was relieved... He felt guilty, ashamed that he hadn't the nerve to say what he knew he should. He was only postponing something he still must face.